What's up everybody welcome to Lost Boys Podcast episode 21. In this episode, the Lost Boys answer questions from the ladies over at Montage. To learn more about Montage, check out yourmontage.ca. Hey girls, we are so blessed because we've got Austin and Oakley from the Lost Boys here. They're going to be answering your questions that you guys sent in. So, they're going to keep it real. They're going to keep it light, but they're they're going to give us the juice. We need to know, what's the tea? What is going on in the world of a guy's brain? So let's kick it off maybe with just a little bit about who you guys are, what you do, maybe your favorite ice cream or like your go-to Starbucks order or something. Mm. Let's go with that. All right, what's up? <laughs> My name's Austin. Uh, I'm 24. I currently work as a worship director. So I got a little team of a bunch of musicians over at Sunrise Church and uh, lead those guys every Sunday. And I'm also doing my Master's of Arts in Biblical Leadership over at Village doing the Immerse program. That's a little bit about me. Uh, favorite order at Starbucks. You know what I do? I get a Trenta of strawberry SIE. Ooh, no nice. water, no inclusions, no ice. And then I, sh- I chuck it in the fridge and then I down that as pre-workout. That's my favorite. That's what I do. I pour a little bit of that in the cup, and then I put my own water in there because they ain't charging me for water, man. That's what I'm saying, dude. So I just get the base. I just get the base of the juice. Great idea. Yeah. That's me. I love it. Yeah, guys, I'm Oakley. I'm 20 years old, going on 21 in November. Uh, I'm a full-time day trader on the Forex market and run a little bit of my own thing and then do this on the side with Oz, trying to bring just value to... Everyone and anyone who's listening, uh, everyone goes through trials in life. And I think us speaking about our trials has really been able to help some people. So I hope today's questions are packed full and uh, I hope we give the best responses here. All right. Question number one. Let's just go right in. What are your thoughts? Can I ask a guy as a girl on a date? Yeah, 100 percent. 100 percent. However, I would I would leave it. I, there are other tools in your arsenal that you could use before you use this tool. I would say guys are less aware. This is true psychologically. So so guys are not as good at reading faces, okay? Mm. And what that means is that you might think that, oh, you know, I put my finger, I did a little twirl thing on my hair, or I batted my eyelashes or whatever I did, and he should have noticed that. He didn't notice it, okay? Most guys are unaware of this kind of thing, okay? They think, oh, does she have something in her teeth or does she, was she... She has some in her eye. Like, guys do not pick up on these signs that you guys are good at picking up on, okay? So I would say you got to be a little more overt with a guy in order to express interest. I think, I, I don't know how what you I think, like that. but like for that. me, it's like in dating, you're playing basketball, you're on the same team. The, the key is to score, okay? But one of you has got to do the layup and one of you has got to dunk, okay? And I think it's the, it's the guy's job to dunk, but for you as a girl... It's to it's to give the guy the opportunity to do that. You know what I'm saying? So you're you're doing a layup. You know you're giving the guy the opportunity to ask you, and then he's the one that dunks. But in order to do that, you know that's a mysterious game. What's your thoughts? I think so too. I think it comes down to like good confidence. I think confidence is the most attractive thing. So like if you were to come up to me and ask me out, hey, can we go grab some coffee or something like that? 
I would love that. And I think that would be super down to earth in it, especially in high school in the time of where you guys are at. I think that's probably the best thing to do is maybe ask him if he's not picking up on the hint. There's not just you're not feeling nervous about it. He's feeling nervous about it, too. So it's going to take that first step. And oftentimes in a relationship, you want to meet each other halfway. So to start it off, it's the same thing. And if he's not coming that other halfway, there's only so much you can do. But guys, I think you got to pick up your pants. And if you like these girls, you got to ask them out and just what's that bad to get in a coffee or something like that. So that's my opinion. Here's the thing. The kind of guy that you actually <laughs> want to go for, that kind of high quality guy that's got discipline, he's got drive, he's got a direction, he's got a purpose, he knows what he wants in life. This is the kind of guy that's going to ask you out if he's interested. Big okay. Time. And he might be nervous about it. 100% he'll be nervous about it. But I think you want a guy that's got a little bit of confidence, a little bit of assertiveness. And so I would say do the layup. Um, say things like, you know, you know uh, he's talking about the music that he makes. Maybe he makes music, right? You're like, oh, I would love to listen to that sometime. Yeah. Or he's talking about, you know, he went on a missions trip and you go, oh my goodness, I would love to hear more about that. Just lay up, lay up, lay up and let him dunk. And that 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 would be my number one piece of advice. If you're trying to get a, a guy to ask you out, which I think... I think that would be ideal for me. Mm. I think both the guy and the girl would feel most comfortable if the guy is the one who kind of asserts himself and says, hey, you know what? I'd like to take you out. And the girl goes, okay, oh my goodness, I'm so glad you asked. Even though she saw it coming. She, she saw it coming because she set she, it up. Man. He doesn't even know. Yeah, <laughs> that, this is the clever thing. This is the clever thing about, about, about you girls. You guys have a lot of power over, over guys, okay? Yeah, so yeah. he's not even going to know it, but you're putting your spell on him, okay? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that, that that's my answer. I love it. Yeah, you, you it. can, but I, I would encourage you to use more tools in your arsenal before you go. That that would be the most overt you could be. Mm. I would use more tools in your arsenal before you have to go to that okay, extreme. Okay, say we, yeah. it worked out. We went on the date, and I'm not interested anymore. How would you want me to break it to you? Or should I even break it to you? <laughs> uh, so I, I love this question because... A lot of times I think you overthink what it actually is. A lot of times two people, there's a difference of opinion. So somebody's thinking this is really going somewhere and the other person could be like, oh, we just hung out. So I think if you don't treat it as a way of, oh my goodness, like I I went on this date to see if I could potentially date you and I just went on this date to see how it goes. I think after the fact, how would you want me to break it to me? Obviously, don't drag it out. Like, don't keep showing that you're interested over time. For me, that was just a frustrating thing. And so, like, don't try to drag it out because a lot of guys won't just stick around for that. And a lot of guys don't want that. So, if you are honest with them, I would just say, hey, like, I had an awesome, great date. And, you know, I see you as a really good friend. Thanks for being in here. And if you've stated that friend piece, obviously, no guy wants to hear that if they're interested in you. But there's not much they can say because it's not like you're just saying, I don't like the person you are and I don't want to hang out with you anymore. Mm. But that you stated that, hey, we can still be friends because I like who you are. But right now in this moment of my life, I don't feel like pursuing a relationship here. And I think that's respectful on any age of who you are. This question just hurts my heart, man. <laughs> this hurts my heart. I've been there. I've been on both sides, bro. I've been on both sides. I remember I, I remember texting it. this girl once after we went on a date and I said, and it hurt me to write it, but I said... <laughs> I said, it's so nice to make a new friend. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. That's and I felt bad about it. Yeah, I dude. felt bad about it, but I had to do it. Um, Yeah. I think saying things like that, message loud and clear. Yeah. Loud and clear. Um, for, for most guys. Some guys might be a little clueless to that. They might think, oh, you know. oh, uh. <laughs> Listen, here's what guys it. will do, okay? <laughs> guys will wait in, in, in the orbit. Okay. You know how the moon orbits the earth? Okay. They'll wait in the orbit. 
for a, a hole in the ozone layer to open up. Maybe you just went through a breakup or you're having a hard time and they'll try to, they'll try to get through Guys that little are- hole in the armor. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And so, yeah, sometimes you got to be clear with the guy and just say, you don't want to be too harsh if he has not been explicit so far. Mm-hmm. Cause so what I mean is like, if a guy just says, Hey, you know, I, I, I like to take you out for coffee and then you go for coffee and you're not really feeling it. I believe personally that you can walk away from a coffee 100%. and you don't got to talk about it. You don't, you don't got to say, Hey, you know, yeah. I, 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 I thought you were cool, but here's the reasons why I don't think this will work out. I don't think you got to go through all that. I think you can literally walk away from a coffee and if you're both not feeling it, you don't got to talk about it. Like you, you can just go on with your life. In my opinion, once you get to second and third and fourth date, then you kind of got to be more, a little more explicit, just out of respect for the other person. But I would go about it. I think if you're on second or third uh, coffee or dinner or whatever, I think a text is reasonable. Mm-hmm. Uh, a call might be a little more reasonable, um, but I don't think it's not a breakup. You're not boyfriend, girlfriend. You know what I'm saying? So and- a call and you say something like, hey, listen, I had a really good time, but I just don't see this going anywhere. And if you say those words, I don't see this going anywhere the door is shut. You're going to be tempted to, you know, shut the door and then leave a little crack, you know, and this is, this is the problem is these orbiters. Okay. They will look for the <laughs> hole. Right. So what's, what's going to happen is you're going to say, I don't, I, I don't feel like this is going anywhere right now. And then the door just cracks someone just a little bit. You yeah. hear the creak. Okay. Don't do it. Don't do it. Be uh, you got to be a little ruthless, a little bit ruthless, even though it'll go against your nature. Sometimes you got to do it. hundred percent. I like a guy, or say uh, we accidentally started dating, and he's not a Christian, and I am. What should I do now? I'm going to head it over to the future pastor in the making here. I don't even have to answer the question because the spirit already told you the answer before you finished asking it. Uh, what should I do? What should you do? You should, um, oh man, you know what you should do? I just want to say, can I put this in before you answer this? Because on the line here is a relationship. And I just want to add this part. This could be a determining factor if they break up or not. And that's a powerful thing. So yeah, hit them with it. <laughs> I'll tell you this. Here's some, here's some ancient wisdom that I've had to learn the hard way. Mm. And you can learn this wisdom either the easy way or the hard way. The easy way would be to listen to this video and to go, you know what? He's right. The hard way would be to continue down the road that you're going on. But here's the ancient wisdom. The most valuable thing in a relationship is what you value. Mm -hmm. Okay. Mm -hmm. And if you value the glory of God, if you want to live your life as, as a life that makes God's name great, and if that's your true purpose, which is the true purpose of every Christian, 1 Corinthians 10, whether you eat or drink, you ice matcha, half sweet with oat milk, whatever you do and do it all, that's, that's in the message version, by the way. That's mm. not, that's a, that's a joke. <laughs> do it all for the glory of God. And so if, if I'm living for the glory of God, if that's the thing that I believe is most valuable, but then I'm dating someone who values something different. Mm. But the, the reality is, man, most people in the world do not have an ultimate purpose. They, they don't know what the point of their life is. They're, they're kind of going from thing to thing. Going, well, it would be nice to make some money. That would make me happy. It'd be nice to get a girlfriend. Hopefully she's pretty. That would make me happy. Different things that will make you happy. But an ultimate purpose, man, I'm living my life to make God's name great. And so I would say 
if you value that and your partner does not value it, that this is the source of the the the, the deepest contention that can happen in a relationship. I know people that are miserable, man. It breaks my heart. Yeah, yeah. 100%. I know people that are miserable in relationships and they wish they could go back and they wish they could they wish they could reverse those decisions, but they can't. Mm. And so I would mm. say now, learn this lesson from me. Okay, take my word for it, sister. End it today. Okay, there is no flirt to convert. I think here's the problem. We watch we watch movies like Beauty and the Beast, right? Mm. And they got these archetypal stories of this beautiful woman, and she comes into this this beast of a man who lives in a castle, right? And she's gonna she's gonna tame him. She's gonna she's gonna change him, right? She's gonna turn him from the beast into this 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 tame normal regular guy, mm. right? Listen, <laughs> the guy. He should be a bit of a beast, okay? He's got to have some strength to him. You know, he's got to have some capacity. And it's good. It's, it's good for a woman to take a guy that's got, you know, wild, crazy visions. You know, I, I want to go to underground churches. I want to go to Nicaragua and live in a jungle. And, like, I got all these crazy plans. And I'm sure some girl's going to come along into my life and going and gonna, to you know, <laughs> settle me down, bring me down to the ground, you know? That's fine. Same with Oakley, man. He's got passion and fire and desire and all this stuff. It's good. But they got to be heading in the right direction. Yeah, they must like be. They must be. And so my advice would be um, find someone that's heading in the same direction as you because otherwise you will be miserable. If you have, to, there's an elastic band around your heart. Yeah. And the further away your hearts are, and, and as you go through life, they will get further and further and further apart. As you get closer and closer to God, he gets closer and closer to the world. That elastic band will cause more and more tension and more and more tension and more and more tension. And that will never stop. It'll only get worse. So right now, you're both in high school. You're both cute. You know, you're both having fun. You're both impulsive. You're having a good time. You make each other feel good. That's going to go away. And then what are you going to have in the tough times? What are you going to have when he gets cancer? Or what are you going to have when you're going through buying a house and you don't have enough money to make the mortgage? Or what are you going to have when you want to go, you feel like God's calling you to go on a missions trip and he says, no, forget about that garbage. See, these are the things that are going to cause incredible tension you're going to regret. So I would say end it today. Done. That's my answer. I like that. Uh, yeah, see, I come from a point, I'll just tell a story here. My, so my dad... He's a Christian his whole life. Same thing. Calls himself follower of Jesus, just as we do. Biggest thing was, is he found my stepmom. And my stepmom was not a Christian. She wasn't a woman of faith. She didn't really believe, but she was very open to it. She grew up Catholic, that kind of thing. Anyways, over time, before he got married, she came to faith. Mm. And she got baptized. And, and that's a whole different perspective I've never seen before. So that, that gives me respect here. But I definitely, if it's high school... There's just a common thing you got to think about in high school dating, and I don't want to touch on the dating in high school. Enjoy your time with your girls. Enjoy your time with the guys because often around me, the guys that were getting in relationships, they look back now and they're like, the hangouts that I could have been going to and spending that quality time building lasting friendships is what you need, you know what I mean, in your life. They were so busy off with this person, now they don't talk to them anymore. Yeah. So I think in dating in general, if you know your value and if you know your morals, and it sounds like in this question, you're already second-guessing yourself, and in that, you don't want to second guess the person you're going to spend the rest of your life with. So I think the answer is made up already in the question for yourself. Yeah. I, you know what? I, th I think you already know the answer. 
But I think you're looking for some kind of like, so come on, give me something. Give me some ray of sunshine. Give me some hope. <laughs> because you probably like this guy. And that's probably really hard for you to come to the conclusion that God is calling you not to be with him. And you think to yourself, what if I could just, if I could just change him? If I could just bring him out to church? If he would just get saved? He would just, mm. I would say this. Uh, there was an old uh, elder of mine at a church and he sat me down. He used to take me out for coffee. And he said, Austin, do not look for a girl that you think will do the work. You got to look for someone that's already doing it. Because I was looking for a girl. I'm like, what kind of girl would want to come to me, come with me, uh, you know, to like places like Amak on the on the border of Panama, and you know, get in a canoe for eight hours in a river full of crocodiles. What kind of girl would want to come to an underground church in China with me? And what kind of girl? And I'm like, oh, what kind of girl would want to do this? And I'm and I was looking around for, I was like, what kind of woman would do this kind of stuff? Mm. You know, would give herself to ministry what kind of woman would give herself to the church and i kind of came to the conclusion i was like i forget about that i'm looking for a girl that's already doing it yeah i'm gonna look for a girl who's leading a youth group or who's leading a bible study or is doing her thing who's in, who's pouring into the lives of the girls around here that's the kind of girl that i'm gonna look for so yeah i would say don't look for someone that you think could become a christian don't look for someone that you think might join your direction they got to be heading in the same direction as you big time <laughs> yes, good luck on this awesome. okay. yeah. What actually goes through your guys' head when they think they want to date someone? So say you fear. Yeah. It's just absolute fear. <laughs> well, uh, in high school, I didn't think about dating. So what goes through my head when I think to date someone? No, you thought about girls. Yeah, of course. But it's like for me, dating, like my my vision, and I think a lot of people in high school too, it gets skewed because like you're looking at like the, the world's perspective too. And obviously now you're trying with these questions too to look through the Christian lens of things as well. And that's for me, like what do you think about when you think about dating somebody? I'll just take some for example. Some was somebody that I've been talking to since literally grade 10 and never connected past the point of let's hang out. But we had the most intellectual conversations. I thought she was absolutely dropped dead gorgeous from the first time I met her. And it was grade 10 mm. I was talking to her. And she was grade 9. And in the Lord's timing, you got to really trust that because for me, it's happened in my life. After I graduated, after I went through certain things in my life and grew up more and was able to be a man that was able to take such an amazing woman by my side, then that happened for me. And I think not getting caught up in, you know, what goes through the head about dating and, oh, how is it supposed to be like? Like for myself, when I started dating some, it was just some. There's no comparison out there. It was no one else I was talking to about advice for it. I was, it was just me and her living life and going through it. And that was the most beautiful experience for me because I was never thinking about what others told me about dating. I was never thinking about, oh, how should I do this? Because morally I knew and I think that's what allowed a relationship to blossom so much as we knew God was in the center of it. And everything that we think about dating, we're going to throw away and we're going to start completely fresh and we're going to start completely new. And we're able to grow this blessing of a relationship that I look only to God for the answer of how it's grown to what it's come to. So I think in relationship, don't get so caught up in what the steps are the A to Z of dating, what it looks like, what I should be thinking about, what I should be feeling, um, and really just look into who you are because the value that you bring, you got to love yourself first before you can even think about loving somebody else. And that's the biggest thing. So I think for anyone listening, it's a big thing I wanted to share on here too. If you're thinking about getting a relationship and you're not fully confident in yourself or you're kind of doubting yourself or you're very insecure about certain things, work through that first. 
grow yourself first because yes, you're not looking out. Yes, the other person will help you with that. But if you're looking for other people to help you grow and become the person you want to be, you're going to constantly go through your whole entire life feeling insecure, feeling never worthy enough to date somebody. So I would say wipe out everything you think about dating and take it day by day. That, That person should be your best friend. And I think if you're thinking of dating somebody that can be your best friend for the rest of your life, that takes a lot of stress off what you're really sure. thinking of doing. So that would be my perspective personally. There are two different kinds of guys looking for two different kinds of girls. Okay. You got low quality worldly guys. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. are looking for a quick fix. Okay. Boo. CC says, <laughs> amen. Okay. These are guys that you do not want to waste your time with. Just Most guys up. under the age of 20 are these guys. Okay. Do not waste your time. There might be a one percenter out there in your high school and you think to yourself, man, you know, he's got some vision. He's got some he's got some purpose. He's got some direction to him. Praise God. That's great. But for the most part, yeah, all of the boys you're going to meet in high school are going to be the kind of guys that are looking for something short term. There is no such thing as short term dating. There is no such thing as casual dating. Mm. It, it, it's, it's not a thing in the Christian world. No, sorry, not in the Christian world. In God's will for your life is not that you would give your heart away or even worse, man, to give your body away to all these different guys. It's, it, don't waste your time with that. Mm-hmm. Do not waste your time. time. The kind of guy that you're looking for, here's the mindset that he's going to have. So, so what goes through a guy's head when he's thinking about dating someone? There's two different kinds of guys. The first kind of guy, he's looking for a short-term fix. He's looking for validation from female attention. Mm. Most guys in high school want validation from the girl that they're crushing on to make themselves feel good, okay? Ignore these guys. These guys are cheap. Their attention is cheap, okay? Forget about it. Most guys, if you walk into a bar, not you know what, never mind. That's, that, you guys aren't going to bars. <laughs> I don't go to bars either. I'm just saying. Uh, no, I knew the perspective you are going to make. If you walk yeah, to yeah, Chuck yeah. E. Cheese, no. Um, you, <laughs> <laughs> you go into a Denny's, okay? And these guys that are looking at you, they're checking you out. You know, some guy comes over, asks you for his number or whatever. Most of these guys are looking for something short term, mm-hmm. something casual. Yeah. They just want to have some fun. Forget about these guys. There will be a temptation in you. Ah, but it feels good that I get attention from that guy. Forget about it. Forget about it. Not worth it. Mm-hmm. Not worth it. Here's the guys that you want to give yourself to. It's the guys who are thinking about the end of their life. Most guys are thinking five minutes, 10 minutes, one week, one week, one month, one year into the future. You want to look for a guy that's thinking five, 10, 20 years into the future. That's got a plan. He knows what he wants. And he is living for the glory of God. He's got some backbone to him. 100%. He's got some internal beliefs. He's got values. He tells the truth. You know that if he tells you something, you know that he means it. Mm-hmm. He's genuine. He's got, uh, he, he's got something He's got some kind of fire in him for other people, to love God and to love other people. That's the kind of guy that you want to go for. In that guy's head, you want to know what he's thinking when he wants to date someone? He's trying to figure out, what does this girl value? Mm. Okay, And he's going to look at that through, how do you treat other people? Fundamentally, that's what it's going to come down to. You could treat me all nice. 
You know, you come up to Big me and, and, and you could be doing it, putting your finger in your hair, you know, and batting your eyelashes and all this stuff. And you could treat me real nice. Well, OK, that's one thing. And that'll catch the attention of a guy that's thinking short term. But a guy that's thinking long term, he's not looking at how you treat him. He's looking at how you treat the guy next to you. Yeah. And the girl next to you and the person that has no friends at youth group, the person that sits in the corner is super introverted and doesn't want to talk to anyone. He he's looking at how do you treat that person? He's looking at when, when there's kids running around in, in front of you guys, they're making all kinds of noise. How do you interact with them? How do you interact with the waiter or the barista at Starbucks? That's the kind of thing that a high quality guy is going to be thinking about when he's thinking about dating you. And those are the kind of guys that you want to look for. I love that. Just not, Some did that to me on my first date. So we went for a coffee love and it. she brought me to her Starbucks after. Oh, so yeah. in my head, first date, I'm getting brought to where you work. Mm. This is going out really good. Some didn't even think about that. But she wanted to see how I was going to treat the people that she was working with. Oh, yeah. And there's the, the two people that are still working at her Starbucks where I met that first night. And that spoke a lot of character in the beginning of who I was because just how I was introduced to them. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? And I think that's a big thing. Look on how the people are actually treating other people around them yep. because they can seem all nice and dandy. Three or four months down the line, you start seeing some true colors come out. That's just something you want to avoid. So Absolutely. yeah, definitely see how they're treating people around. You made a good impression on me, Oakland, the first time I met you. And yeah, I appreciate that. That's that's what I did with the girls at the work with Starbucks too. I went up and I shook the hand and that's exactly. They still talk about it. There's a girl that works at Sums Works called Jordan. That's her name, and she's like, I still remember the first time I met Oakley because he shook my hand, and I was like, Yeah, I wasn't going for a hug. I was going to shake your hand, like you're you're Sums friend. Like I respect that. So yeah, I appreciate it. Yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. What are next ones? Um, how similar should I be to a guy? Is opposites attract a real thing? Um, I'll touch. <laughs> I'll go on this point. Opposites attract. Uh, I think it's good to have opposite things in life, like different uh, passions. You don't have to have the same passion or same purpose in a sense. Um, for me, I just think think of your friends, and most of your friends, if you look at it, are kind of similar to you, and they think similar to you. They act similar. You know, they're chasing after things. Like I know Oz, he's chasing after things. I'm chasing after things. Yet he's going to be a pastor. I'm going to build my own business here, and we still have that same vision there. So I think finding that in in the other person as well is very important. That similarities, I think, in the end, is very very important. Yes, majority of the time, I would say. I wouldn't want to be completely opposite of the person I'm dating. I would like to have some similarity. Obviously, not everything similar, but what's made, I think, it's so blessed with some is that we are so similar, that we have similar passions, similar goals. We push each other. We, you know, we're working out together, all this kind of stuff that's striving for us to be better. We're growing together. So I think finding someone to grow with, it's easier to grow with somebody, friend or not, if they are a little bit more similar in uh, association with you. Mm-hmm. So that's just my opinion there. Generally speaking, I don't think it's true that opposites attract. Um, I yeah. would say your temperament and your personality determines to some degree what you think is valuable. For example, an extroverted person is going to really value social interaction. An introverted person is going to really value isolation. 
a or, or or not isolation, but but time spent alone where they can think through things. Um, a really open person is gonna value crazy experiences. Like I'm an extremely open person. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. And uh, from a from a psychometric perspective, what that means is, well, hey, you look at the last five years of my life. I'm like, I'm I'm going to China. I'm going to Nicaragua. I'm going to Cuba. I'm going traveling, to Panama. I'm, I'm just traveling all over the world, like just experience new things. I just want to do crazy things. Right. Some people that's not their jam. Mm. You know. I think it's necessary. You know, if if you're a conscientious person, you keep your room clean, you keep everything organized. You know what you're going to do really well with? You're going to do really well with a person that keeps their stuff clean, keeps their stuff organized. If you're a person that's conscientious and you're with a non-conscientious person, so they like they leave their crap all over the bathroom. Okay, that was a bad bad word to use there. Um they leave their toothpaste. Mute that part. Whatever. <laughs> no, that'll be worse. Um but yeah, like if you're an extroverted person, look for an extroverted person because you're both going to value social interaction. Yeah, I, I would big. say um, you need to value the same things. And so, uh, yeah, a s- similar temperament is important. And those those four areas on which I think it's most important would, number one, be introversion. So how much yeah. do you like social interaction? You should be about the same on that. Uh, openness, which is like the degree to which you like novel experiences. Like, like, do you like to go and travel and experience new things and stuff like that? Mm. Or are you the kind of person that orders the same thing every time you go to a restaurant? Okay. Yeah. Uh, you should be about the same on that. You know, when it comes to um, conscientiousness, if you're the kind of person that keeps your room clean, you should be with someone that keeps the room clean. Believe me, you're going to be sharing the same room one day. Okay. That will be a conflict of interest. Okay. And you will be very frustrated with your partner if they're always the one cleaning up and you're not and you're going to think man you, you know why are you so uptight why are you always cleaning up my stuff just let just relax i can leave stuff on a desk and the other person's going to be like why are you so lazy why do you never do this stuff right and so there's going to be constant friction if that's not the case the other one would be agreeableness where if you've got a person that's very very assertive okay they say what they want and people wouldn't necessarily call them a uh, sweet you know, they're, they're more like, you know, we, uh, we know people like this, you know, a guy that's like a manager. Okay. And he's like, he tells you what he wants and he tells you how he's going to do it and how you're going to help him do it. Right. That's a disagreeable person. Mm. Nothing wrong with that because disagreeable people are great at negotiating, you know, and they, and they say what they want. And you know that when you ask them a question, they're going to tell you the answer, but an agreeable person, they value, um, keeping the waters calm, Right. Okay, well, you know what? If you're a person that's that loves conflict, like you're totally fine with it, like hey, I'll uh, I'll um I'll get into a fight with you. It doesn't bother me. Or you might be an agreeable person, like me, for example. You know, I don't I don't love to cause a lot of conflict. You you'd be very We're similar. We're so agreeable. Yeah, yeah. You know, <laughs> hey, you know, so agreeable. To yeah, we'll be like, uh, oh, hey, man, do you want me to do dishes? No, I'll do the dishes, man. Oh, come on, no, are you sure, bro? Oh, I got sure? it. No, I can do the dishes. Like, I'll you know, counters. we're both like that. Oh, well, yeah, I'll try them off for you, bro. Don't worry about it. But if you got a person that's like, hey, I, I'd really like you to do the dishes, you know, uh, yeah. you're going to have trouble. So I would say for the most part, yeah, opposites don't really attract. The only situation in which opposites attract, I would say, is this. Um, you should look for a guy that's got some masculinity to him. You know, is he competent? Is he disciplined? Is he uh, confident in himself? Does he know what he wants? Is he assertive? Like, does he have a plan? And for you as a woman, it's like, do you care about the people around you? You make them feel good? Are you are you sweet to be around? Do you bless the lives of the people around you? When people talk to you, do they walk away feeling listened to and respected and loved? Of course, these are things that guys should do too. But what I'm saying is, a lot of a lot of romantic 
chemistry in a relationship comes from masculinity and femininity, I would say. So uh, in that sense, I do think that that those are two opposite forces that do cause a lot of attraction. Yeah. Ooh, that's a good, good answer. <laughs> All right, let's get a little juicy. Get a little bit juicy. Yeah. <laughs> Rapid fire one. I know the guy like has kissed girls before and I have no experience. Maybe you've never kissed, maybe you've never dated. Should I tell him? <laughs> this is um this is great. Yeah. I just wish I could go back to a, a time when I was fifteen and you know <laughs> it, it just makes me miss the, the good old days. Um no, no, don't tell him. Yeah. Don't tell him. Don't tell him. First of all, a, a kiss in, in your head is like the biggest thing ever. Uh, and your first That's kiss true. especially. Uh, but you're going to get to the point where, you know, I remember this one time I was in Cuba, okay? <laughs> and I did, I did not know this, right? So I'm in Cuba and I'm preaching at this conference, right? And there's all these young ladies sitting in the front rows because they, 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 they would kind of do all the girls on one side, all the guys on, on the other side, right? And so... After I come up down down off the sermon, and I hadn't spent a lot of time in Cuba before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, so I come down, and it's a customary there for for you to kiss everyone. I did not know this. Okay. Yeah, I gotta kiss him on the lips. So listen, man. So the first person that comes up to me, she's probably about eighty five. You know, and uh, and she comes up to me, and she just plants one on me, man, and I and uh, on the lips, bro. And now at, at the very last second, I questioned myself as I was, as, as I was about an inch away from her lips. I thought to myself, what are you, what are you doing? On <laughs> what are you doing? That, that's how I got my first kiss right there. And then I, I just kind of swerved to the side just a little bit, but I still kissed her. You know what I'm saying? So I don't know what your name is, Fra Fra Francesca or whatever your name is over in Cuba. 87 if, now, If you're maybe? still around. Uh, but... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I never knew that. <laughs> That's how I had my first kiss. And then and then there was a lineup of about 25 women after that. And I was expected to kiss every single one. My grandpa looks over to me and he's like he's like doing this thing in sign language. And then he yells at me in English because no one speaks English there. And he and, and he's like, son, he's like, kiss him on the cheek. <laughs> and I'm like, got it. I didn't know. Oh. So then I started kissing him on the cheek. Look, what I'm saying is a kiss is gonna seem like a big deal, especially the first time. But hey, you go to Cuba, <laughs> so take good. a little take a little trip to Cuba. And uh, walk into a room where you're expected to kiss every single person in the room, and all of a sudden it, it becomes not such a big deal. Uh, but should you tell him? Nah, tell him after. You know. Yeah. You know, it, it, this is so cute. I just love it. I would say for yeah, they don't need to know. Like I remember, like back when I was, oh, I haven't had my first kiss. All this kind of stuff. It's so hype. And even like when like first kiss with anyone, you're like with some. I was like, oh, I'm so nervous. I'm so nervous. And I just think it's. It gets so focused on and why it becomes so nerve wracking for you is because that's what you're thinking about so much. Oh, I can't wait to kiss him or I should kiss him and see if I feel a connection. Like, like don't build up hype about it. It's yeah, yeah. not that hype. Like, just relax. Just, just relax. Like if you kiss, you kiss. And if you don't, you don't like yeah. it's, you know, and, and in certain things, like especially when you start dating, don't be focused on that stuff, too. I would say is a big thing. Don't be focused on kissing. Don't be focused on the physical stuff. Like I'll be here for some. You know, she went through stuff in her past and I went through stuff in my past too. And for both of us, that wasn't a main priority for us. And I went to kiss some on our third date, right? <laughs> the vibe was there. Everything was all set up. It was beautiful. You know, and I was like, 
I know I'm into this girl. I want to date this girl. And then I made up my mind to kiss. And it's when I knew that I was looking to kiss. It wasn't before that. I wasn't thinking about anything about kissing. I was just wanting to get to know who she was. Anyways, so I go for the first kiss and uh, she's not down. She was not down. So I planned one on and I got pushed back. Good for and, her. And I said, whoa, okay, dang. I thought you kept looking at my lips though. Like the whole time you were looking at my lips, like you were giving me the signs. We got Khalid on. We got the vibe on. What's going on? We got Khalid. Yeah, you know? Khalid. Right? Khalid, Khalid by is the way. where it's at. Yeah. And anyways, or this. pink sweats. And the biggest thing was is she said, no. So I took it as she wasn't attracted to me. She wasn't into me. But no, it was because of stuff from her past. She wasn't focused on that. She didn't want to focus on that. Yeah. And I really respected that. And what showed her most of who I was was our next kiss, three and a half months, was our first real kiss of dating. Mm. So three and a half months. Um and three and a half months of yeah going out with some like uh, each weekend you. and hanging out a ton like I didn't we didn't even kiss and we totally blocked it like in a sense we didn't even think about it it was not that we weren't attracted to one another it's just I respected her view on that so much so and I was so into who she was that that's all I was looking for yeah. so I didn't hype it up too much about it yeah. and then just time passed on and then eventually was like oh dang okay yeah, yeah, so yeah. I think there's different scenarios with each person I would never have thought that for myself but yeah, don't hype it up. It's just a kiss. Like, it's not that big of a deal. And do not kiss somebody if you don't want to date them. And your purpose of yeah. dating shouldn't be just to date and get experience. Your purpose of dating should be to marry. And I guarantee in high school you can't say that. So step back from it a little bit. Get off the gas pedal a little bit, I would say. Yeah. Okay, this next question, I'm going to throw in a curveball question after. Because yeah. I think, I'm thinking this is more right outside of high school young adult vibes. Okay. If a guy has a dating app profile picture holding a fish he caught, should I stay away? Yeah. Yeah, this is yeah. This is something you don't know. Fishing guys, stay away. Every guy, every guy listening is deleting their photo. 100%. Yeah. Uh, if a guy is dating on a dating app, uh, first question I'd ask myself, what dating app are you on? Uh, don't be on the Tinder Bumble type of stuff. Like, what are you looking for? Uh, biggest thing I'd call out there. Hopefully there's some conviction in some people's hearts. Uh, that's just all to build significance and loving connection in yourself. The six basic human needs. It <laughs> makes sense. So get off the dating apps there. If you're on a great dating app and on there to date, then, you know, stick with it. Definitely. You may find that's the my uh, follow up. So say I'm a young adult. Yeah, I'm single. I'm looking. What am I doing? Especially pandemic times. Oh, oh. What am I doing? Oz? Do you got more experience than this than me. Right. Well, I've got more experience. I wasn't saying it bad. Ah, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, so I did spend some time single during COVID. So I would say this. Um, go to places where you think people will value the same things as you. So go to places like youth groups. Go to small groups. Um, if there's like a Christian volleyball league, go to that. If there's Christian sports leagues like soccer, go to that. Hmm. Um and then hang out with your Christian, like, and like ask, Blinken, message Cece, okay? And say, hey, look, you know, I'm looking for a high quality guy here, okay? So do something about this. And then what she'll do is <laughs> she'll invite. <laughs> I just know she's going to take that part right now. No, I'm kidding. I'm totally, I'm totally kidding. That's what, what she's going to do is she's going to invite a bunch it. of people over, over to Johnny and Cece's apartment, oh. and then and then and then, she, and then she's going to give you a little signal, a little nonverbal signal, and she'll be like, you know, and then you'll know. Yeah. Oh, you'll oh. Like, that's a guy. Tell your friend. Yep. And you can look through his Facebook profile. You will find no pictures of no fish. 
Nothing like that. A high quality guy. So I, yeah, I would say this. It, message CC for sure. At very least, you know, I might message CC. And then, and then go to places where people are going to value the same things. Go to Blinken mm, Church, okay? Yeah. And go to two, like if you've got time, go to three church services. Who cares? And go with your friends. And then just, just talk to people. One of, the, one of the most attractive things that you can do is to have fun around the person that you yes, like. Okay? Yes, it's yes, one of the most yes, att- yes, if you want to get a guy's attention, okay? Now, I've been a guy for a long time. These are the girls who have been most attractive to me. You want to know the secret? Okay. It's the ones who added value to the lives of the people around them, mm. even if no one was watching. Huge. So the girls that, you know, she'll, she'll come and sit next to me. She'll be nice to me, but she'll also be nice to the homeless guy. And she'll also be nice to the guy that works at Starbucks. And she'll also be nice to the old lady sitting next to us. And, and she'll have a good time with whoever she's with, no matter what. She'll have a good time with you, but she'll also have a good time with anyone else. And those are the most attractive people to me. So go to church, go to youth group, go to soccer, go to volleyball, wherever you're going. Places where you know church people are going to be. And then have a good time. Like, relax. Don't get all, like, you know, I, I'm pretty introverted. So sometimes I can, I can be a little bit like, like, like this. And I'll only want to talk to that person. Don't do that. Talk to them a little bit. Hey, how's it going? How's work going? Blah, blah, blah. Cool. And then start talking to this person. And, and just have a good time. Like, enjoy yourself. Laugh. That will be very attractive. Yeah. I agree. I agree. It's awesome. Everyone's invited over to my our apartment. <laughs> yeah, you guys are going to be like, dating <laughs> Next weekend, next yeah, weekend. We See you all there. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, Oakley. Say I've got the dating app. And there are some I know where the girl has to message first. Some where it's like, yeah, you it's can do whatever like you that. want. Yeah. yeah. So say it's that, or I just feel like messaging first. Yeah. What can I say that'll catch your attention other than just, hey. <laughs> I, I, or it's in DM. Yeah. Say we're like, so you your girl wanted to send a message. Yeah, a girl wants to send a message. Like, Instagram, oh, yeah. after this this goes live, someone wants to message you, Austin. What do they say that catches your attention? Or what did you I say to catch some What did I say to get some's attention? Very simple. Everyone was complimenting her back in grade 10 because she was a new gorgeous girl coming to school. And she said, I stood out the most because I wasn't going after her looks. I wasn't saying, oh, you look gorgeous. Oh, you look cute. All this kind of stuff. I said, hey, how's it going? And how I linked how's it going, I spelled it A-G-O-I-N. That's it. How's it going? And it was so different. It's so weird. She's like, (laughs) what the heck is this? I just said, how's it going? You know, like we're we're in a casual coffee shop. We're talking on there. So... To grab attention, I would say now, I just said, "Hey, how's it going?" Listen, Oakley's a very charismatic and charming young man with a great profile <laughs> picture. Okay, most people that would not work. Okay, don't say how's it going. Don't do it. I've been out of the dating game for like twenty-one or uh, two years now, so you go for it, Oz. Yeah, he had a fish in his profile, so <laughs> don't do that. <laughs> I would say, you know what? Uh, again, casual, fun vibes. Don't get all serious. Uh, send him a meme or something like. If, if he's got a profile where he's talking, first of all, I mean. first of all, if this dude's dating profile does not make it explicit that this dude loves God, run away. First of all, he should not be. You should not. You should not be even talking to him. Don't mess around. If this dude's dating profile is explicit that this is a dude that loves God, which is what you're aiming at, right? Then you talk about that, and you say, well, "I think it's really cool how bold you are about this." I think about. Talk about what you value. This yeah. is what's gonna get uh, make a sense of of chemistry and conversation. Uh, the feeling of being really engaged in a good 
um, conversation with someone that you feel like really gets you is where you're going to be talking about things that you both value. Yeah. And you, you're going to feel like, man, we're, we, we really are heading in the same direction. We really both enjoy the same things. We, not just like the same things. She doesn't have to be a piano player and you play piano too or guitar and you play guitar too. That just stuff doesn't, doesn't matter at all. But it should be clear that, oh man, this person really loves God. Yeah. Talk about oh, that, God. but keep it casual, you know? Like, don't send them something like, you are the man of God that I've always, like. God told oh, me. Yeah, like, definitely pull, pull, don't pull that. Dream. <laughs> don't pull that, yeah. God uh, told me that you and 16 other guys are potential. So I would say this, keep it casual. Talk about what you value, but keep it casual. Send them a little meme and then say something like, hey, you know what? Uh, I think it's really cool how bold you are. And then a, a good one for dating, uh, like like uh, messaging people, is to send them things that you uh, enjoy that you think they will enjoy. Yeah. And if you love God, right? So you got awesome. like, if you got a great sermon that's changed your life, or if you've got um, like a book, like send that to them. Yeah. And be 100%. like, hey, you know, I was looking at your profile. I think you would really love this. And then send that to them. It'll catch your attention. It's unique. And it shows that you value something that they value too. Compliment character, not looks. Yeah, forget about looks. Don't talk. Yeah, jeez. Like someone could say, "Oh, yeah, you're good looking." Yeah, I'm like, I don't care. Character, is something, I don't care. Someone <laughs> builds. You know what I mean? Like I don't know. Like yeah, 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 yeah. But it's like yeah. character is what you focus on building so much. So I think if you compliment their character and what you see at least or what you know of them, then that's a cool thing to compliment. Yes, stands out. Stands out. You're gonna get. I'm gonna send the lost boys. <laughs> Austin. Yeah, send them like, lost boys. <laughs> Austin, Send you, lost, you get like 10 Hey, listen 10 to my podcast. <laughs> Austin, can we go for coffee? <laughs> they start asking. Okay. okay. I'm going to do four-ish rapid yeah. fire ones. Because there's some that are deeper that I think will be better to elaborate on. Some that I'm like, mm. So 10 second rounds, Johnny. You, you know, watch the vlog. Mm-hmm. First date, coffee, full coffee. meal, or coffee. activity? Coffee, coffee. Both of you. Awesome. What if you don't drink coffee? Order tea. Tea. Or a tea, little or matcha, a little matcha action. Get 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 an iced. Uh, go, go go to Starbucks. Get a get a pink drink. Sorry, yeah. If you're a girl, get a pink drink. Those are fantastic. Give you caffeine. Yeah. Awesome. Okay, do boys yes. wash their hands? Yes. If you don't, man, figure it out. It's unbelievable. I literally put my hand under my shirt and grab the door handle like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know I, it's it, it it blows my mind. I'm gonna lose it. The number of men that I see in public washrooms oh, who walk in and walk, walk out. out. No shame, no guilt. I would say it's about half. Yeah. Has that been your experience? Oh, more it's than half. It's about half of men. Next time you shake a man's hand, you just think about that. Yeah. Probably didn't wash it. <laughs> <laughs> wash your hands. Why are men scared, uh, why are men scared of women? This is not going to be a 10 second one. It's because if she rejects you, okay? If she rejects you, the, the, the degree to which a man feels nervous around a woman is the same as the degree to which he's attracted to that woman. Because if a woman, the more ideally beautiful the woman is, the more it feels like she represents the ideal feminine, right? And what that means is if she rejects you, if the ideal female rejects you, it's as if 3.5 billion females across the planet have said to you, you know what, you're a nice guy, but your genes do not deserve to propagate to the next generation. It would be good if your DNA stopped here and now. 
and did not continue on in the human race. That's what it feels like, okay? And so by, from a biological perspective, I mean, yeah, wow. yeah, that's that's what if when it, when a woman who you are really attracted to rejects you and says and you say, "Can I get your number?" and she says, "I'm I'm good." Or are you kidding? Or no thank you? That's what that feels like. It feels like you're a nice guy, but um your DNA should stop and end in this lifetime. So yeah, and that hurts to hear, <laughs> and that's what men hear when when you say, "Let's just be friends." Why are men scared of women? Um, just think of this: to be successful in anything in life, you gotta <laughs> fail a lot of times. So shoot your shot. Like, don't worry about it. It's not that they're not into you. Maybe they're in a relationship, or maybe they're into somebody else. Like, it's not just you. And uh, why are men scared of women? I think there's sometimes men are scared of their own shadow and they have to front so much of what they think uh, the world uh, or what they don't want the world to see. And I think a lot of times uh, women view men as strong and all this kind of stuff. And a lot of times men can be insecure behind that. So I think men are just insecure in themselves and an insecure man is a man that's scared of women. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So, a, a, a man without a direction and a purpose that's greater than himself will base his self-esteem off of the validation that he gets from female attention. Mm-hmm. And so, if f- females reject him and do not give him the attention that that comprises his self-validation, he will feel bad about himself, which is why he's scared anytime he approaches a woman because what she thinks of him determines how he feels about himself. And so that's a deep answer, but, um, but it's true. Many, many guys who don't have a purpose that's greater than themselves, by the way, don't mess around with these guys, but they will base how they feel about themselves off of whether or not you validate them and don't waste your time with those kind of guys. Perfect. This is a, a common curiosity. What is the best type of men's underwear and why? Sacks, I like sacks. Some people say sacks, you know, a good boxers. Nothing, nothing loose, man. Don't do anything loose. That's not, that's, Yeah. I'm, I don't, I, I'm not even going to explain why. It's got to just have a pouch for a pouch. I don't know. Maybe they're trying to buy underwear. They're buying guys underwear. I think that's a trend actually, wasn't it? I think someone's talking about guy, girls are actually buying guys underwear to wear guys underwear. I mean, my sister has bought me underwear before. Look, man, you know, there's nothing wrong with it, you know. But a lot of times it's a joke. My dad will buy me like boxers with Batman on it or something or a T-Rex or like whatever, something stupid like that. So I would say don't buy, don't, if you you like a guy, don't buy him underwear. First of all, you ain't going to see him. So, right, sis, you ain't going to see him. Okay. Right. Right. (laughs) Good question. I like it. (laughs) Okay, advice for creating deeper friendships. You guys are good yeah. friends. You live together. Like this. What if you want more than surface I love that. The qu- well, first comes into the quality of questions you ask yourself determines the quality of your life. So the quality of questions you ask your friend is the determining the quality of that friendship. So I think if you nice. ask deeper friendships is the easiest way to sum that up for you. Uh, I think just quality questions I ask him and curious of what his opinion is. Uh, I seek his um advice for things as as my friend so i make sure i look to him in certain cases to see what he would do in that situation and then i can take the best leave the rest according to what up to me right same thing so and i do the same for him uh i you know i i don't think this would work unless oakley and i valued the same things in life big time 
Um, so our temperaments are very, very similar. Like, like, um, we have almost the same personality, I would say. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm probably a little more introverted than Oakley. But uh, for the most part, yeah. So that's why we vibe as, as well as we do. And that's why we're able to live together. Somebody told me once, if you ever want to stay friends with a person, don't live with them. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I think that would be true for the most part. But Oak and I, we value the same things. A lot. We're both very conscientious. So we, we keep this place mint yeah. all day, every day. And that's good, man. If he was super messy or if I was super messy, yikes, we would not get along with each other. Yeah. Uh, so that's a part of it. But in regards to deeper friendships, um, develop the conviction to talk about yourself less and to be more interested in others than you are in yourself. 80-20, yeah. Yeah, 80-20. So I follow this rule that Oak, Oak showed me. He said, uh, you should only talk 20% of the time. And in that 20%, don't talk about yourself. And so if you want to create deeper friendships... I would say this, people are starved for the feeling of being listened to. Yeah. People love to feel listened to, but they don't get it from most people because most people, once they start getting too deep and they start talking about stuff they're actually struggling with, and, pe and but they can see the eyes of the other person, they go vacant, right? And they, they're not listening. Yeah. And so I would say this, strive to make people feel heard and listened to. One of the ways that you can do that is a little FBI trick. Repeat the last five words that they just said. Yeah, so good. Repeat the last five words of what they just said. And then I just keep on talking. It's really good. This is the FBI trick, okay? It actually works so well. It works so well. We, <laughs> we do it all the time. And this is how we get people to just keep on talking, keep on talking. Keep, keep on, on talking? talking. Yeah, yeah. And, and that's how they do it. Anyway, so um, make people feel listened to. Yeah. And they will go deeper with you. And then once they go deeper with you, make them feel more listened to. And, and the pressure is going to build there, build there. You're going to have more responsibility in that friendship the deeper that you go. But you'll be able to have really valuable, transformative, beneficial blessings in that relationship if you're willing to go the distance in regards to how you listen to them. Mm -hmm. So when they talk, Repeat back to them what they just said. If, if you're not sure how to summarize very well, repeat back the last five words. But in general, you try to get good at summarizing everything the person just said in like five seconds. And then you know what they're going to do? They're just going to keep on talking because they feel like, oh man, this person understands me. This person gets me. Yeah. This is so cool. I haven't felt like this in a long time. And they'll keep on going deeper and deeper and deeper. And that's how you create deeper friendships. Okay, I'll do before last one. We'll do, what does it look like to be a spiritual leader in general and in a relationship? I feel like men hear this all the time. Christian mm -hmm. men. Hmm, that's a good, I love this one. Ozzy? Like in Ephesians 5, it says, like, wives respect your husbands, right? I think implicit in that is the assumption that men must make themselves respectable. Like, and this is, I'm, I'm calling out all the dudes here. Like, you know, if God is calling us to be spiritual leaders, like in our relationships, then that means we must work to make ourselves respectable. Because I think in order for a, a, a girl to go, you know what, I like where this guy's headed. I'm going to join his team and support him in whatever his mission is, right? The dude has got to have a mission in the first place. He's got to be headed somewhere. And he's got to have an internal belief system, some values, something that he thinks is valuable, whatever it is. And maybe the dude is like, dude, I want to be a plumber and I want to make some money 
and give my family stability because my family never gave that to me. And I want to pour into the church as much as I can. Maybe that's what your dude's aiming at. And like, dude, that is more than you can ask for. That is awesome. And if your dude has got a vision like that for the future, I want to create a family and give my kids the life that my parents never gave me so they can have spiritual role models. Maybe your dude's got a vision like that. Whatever it is, a spiritual leader has got to have an internal belief system, something that keeps him centered and the direction. So uh, mm. he must make himself respectable. But uh, hey, look, like women are supposed to lead to some degree too, okay? What that looks like, um, I would say there are going to be times when y- your your man is not the ideal person person that you might feel like he is sometimes right and he's he, he, he's not the archetypal hero you know he's not bulletproof there are going to be times when he's going to struggle and you're going to have to sometimes as a as a woman of God you're going to have to like step up and pick up the slack and be like okay even though I see you failing here I'm going to support you either way and sometimes man a dude's going to be like on a battlefield riddled with emotional bullets and you're going to have to grab him and be like all right man get up you know toughen up like i'm here for you but you know give you a little kiss on the forehead and then get back up like you, you just got to keep going right i like that so there are going to be times when that leadership is 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 going to be malleable and there are going to be times when you're going to have to pick up the slack but i would say in general to be a, a godly man is to make yourself respectable would you want to follow you would you support you? You know what I'm saying? So uh, make yourself into a spiritual leader. Yeah, make yourself respectable. I love that. Yeah, I think a similar thing is like if you want to lead others, you have to lead yourself first. And I think a big thing in this in a relationship, uh, set boundaries. I think that's something we haven't talked about today. Um, a spiritual leader would set boundaries. He knows where, you know, the basis of what they talk about in the world. Oh, I got to first base, second base, like all that kind of stuff. But you set a boundary. You're okay with this and you're not okay with that. You're okay with this and, you know, vice versa down the line. And I think if your partner and the person that you're dating knows where you stand and knows that you'll stand beside that and there won't be those moments of weakness, that you'll still stand in those weakness and that weak point, I think that's a common thing. So I would say a spiritual leader knows the boundaries and isn't going to push your boundaries to get his needs filled or anything like that. So I said a big thing in relationships um, and in general. Lead yourself first and stop focusing on such external things and look internal because there's always stuff internally that we can grow and learn through. So that'd be my feedback there. Yeah, a, a, a good leader leads himself. Yeah. You know, if, if your dude is not in the habit of disciplines and spiritual disciplines, he's not a good spiritual leader because he doesn't lead himself. And so what that looks like is, does this man have a plan for growing in his relationship with God and developing disciplines where he does things that he doesn't want to do. It, it, that does not mean that you have to go to the gym every day. Uh, it doesn't mean that you have to pray five times a day. But what it does mean is you got to have something. You got to have some kind of plan where you do the same things every day. Whether it's, you know, for, for me personally, man, you know, it, 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 it'll be a little bit malleable. But for the most part, I will not let my head hit the pillow before I read one chapter get down on my knees and I talk to God and I'll do 50 push-ups. My head never hits the pillow without those three things. Mm. And so in that sense, I think it's it's necessary for every spiritual leader 
to have the ability to do things that he doesn't want to do, to discipline himself, his body, his mind, his soul, his spirit, to do the things that make him uncomfortable, only then can he encourage the people around him. Look, if you're not going to Bible study, you can't encourage people to go to Bible study. If you're not going to church, you can't encourage people to go to church. If you're not leading yourself, you cannot lead others. And so you must develop your own relationship with God and with yourself where you can do things that you don't want to do, whether spiritually or physically. And then in that sense, you can lead other people. in that sense, you can lead other people. I feel like we need yeah, to set people. some boundaries yeah, here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Leave it on. Okay, last question that I feel like is a hard one for high school girls and young adult girls. How do you feel about female friendships from a single perspective and from a when you're taking perspective? Huh. I, I, you know. Do you want to go? <laughs> you take this away from the last you. Go ahead. I think... See, that's never a problem, personally, me in high school. like um, Never a problem. <laughs> like, never a problem to have a girl as a friend. Like, I don't think okay. that's a bad thing. There's just, there's guys and there's girls in this world, and it's so overthought. Uh, at the end of the day, with dating and everything, just say, keep it simple, stupid. Like, it's a good, you know, method to live by, I think, just because it's, we need to simplify things in life. And I think uh, with this same question, I don't think it's bad. But if you're in a relationship and you're hanging out, once you get in a relationship where I cr- where I draw the line and where the line's been drawn is I will never hang out one-on-one with a girl outside, respect for some. And the same thing, she will never hang out one-on-one with a guy outside. If they've been friends their whole entire life, if they, whatever that looks like, unless they're going to work and they're working together, that type of thing, okay. But I will never go and hang out one-on-one uh, with a girl just out of respect for some. I just won't do it. So that's just personally how I feel on it. And I think that shows respect to the other person too because you should constantly be building that relationship and you should be constantly thinking about the other person in your actions, what you're doing. So be less selfish in that, I think. Yeah, but I don't think it's bad to have a girl as a friend. Listen. Listen, man. (laughs) You got two kinds of light bulb switches, okay? You got one that goes up and down, on or off, okay? And you got one that's a little circular one that turns the vibe up and down. You can have it full brightness. You can have a half brightness, medium brightness, okay? Female attraction, okay? In other words, how females feel about guys tends to be more like a light switch, okay? There are some guys that do it for you, and there are some guys that do not do it for you, okay? Guys do not work like this. With men, they are the other kind of light switch. There is almost no one that I look at as a guy and feel nothing, okay? They're, like, when a woman looks at a guy, everyone's like, you can line up a 100 guys there and there will be a couple that she will think, oh yeah, and then everyone else will be invisible, okay? With men, you could line up a 100 girls and everyone will be attractive to him to some degree, to some degree. Okay, it might be all the way down here, but there will always be something there, okay? So, I saw an interesting study where this question was asked to a bunch of guys and girls. All of the girls said, yes, I think you can be friends with a guy. All of the guys said, no, I don't think you can be just friends with a girl. And so, I think, I'm just helping you understand the way the guys think, okay? I can be attracted to almost anyone, almost anyone. Okay, 
if you know if if they do the hair up, if they're looking a little cute, wearing a little outfit. Shh. I'm not saying here. He's man. taken. I'm, I'm single, not, so I can say this stuff. I'm not. I'm he, he's not, not allowed to talk about this. I don't. I'm single, so I can say it. Okay, I'm single, so I can say it. So most do. If you got a dude best friend, listen, girls. If you're in grade 10, 11, 12, if you got a guy best friend, okay, yeah, that's true. Okay, that's true. this guy is attracted to you. You must understand this. Yeah, there is attraction. There, there. There, there might, it might be a three out of 10, four out of 10, five out of 10 that's attraction, true. but there is some attraction there. You got to understand this. Okay, this is what guys do they orbit around you like the moon <laughs> around the earth. Okay, they are like, they are like a thief that walks around a house each night. <laughs> Looking for a window to crack open, and then he, <laughs> and then he will break in and steal your heart. Don't let it happen, okay? These kind of guys, forget about it. Don't don't, don't waste your time. You want a guy that's got a little bit of a plan, okay? He goes, you know what? I like you. Let's go for coffee. Let's go for dinner. So for the most part, I would say, uh, I wouldn't waste your time with intimate friendships across the genders. Uh, there will almost always be, to some degree, ulterior motives on the guy's part. Yeah. On the guy's part. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I see that happen. Yeah. Yeah. It's cool. There's guys that are friends with girls for like three years just to ask them out and it never happened. So, yeah, it definitely happens. Right? Every movie. Uh, yeah, literally every movie. Literally every yeah, single yeah, yeah. movie. Yeah. But I say the biggest thing to sum it up is you got to respect yourself first before you can respect somebody else. If you don't love yourself first, you can't love anyone else. It's that simple. Value yourself so you can value others. Uh, and at the end of the day in high school, stop thinking about dating so much and think about the building those quality friendships because if you have any other motive besides dating to marry, uh, then your heart is not in the right place to date. Uh, and if you're dating for experience, pray on that and you got a good group of people around you that you can talk to. So Yeah. 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 And, and again, I would say... If your goal is to get married, then uh, praise God, you're on the right track. You should look for someone that wants the same thing. I would say, do not mess around with that first category of man who wants short-term, casual validation for the sake of his ego. These guys are a dime a dozen. They're 9 out of 10 guys in high school and probably 8 out of 10 guys in college. And so don't waste your time with these guys. They're everywhere. They're everywhere. You, 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 ruins it for the guys that want the actual guy, thing. Uh, listen, listen. There is temptation because guys will give you free attention. And you'll mm. think to yourself, man, this feels so good. Uh, you know, guys think I'm pretty. Guys think I'm attractive. This uh, this is amazing. Buys will, guys will guy, buy me stuff. They'll buy me lunch. Do... This kind of attention is cheap. It doesn't mean anything. It can be addictive and it can make you feel good. Stroke your ego. Yeah. But in the long term, those guys only want one thing. They want validation. They don't love you. They're not committing to you. They don't even like you that much. They just like how you make them feel. Yeah. Do not waste your time. That's number one advice that I would give to you. Do not waste your time with these fools. Okay? Look for a godly man who has got a vision for his life, who knows what he wants, and who's working hard every day to get after it. Look for a guy that's willing to suffer for the name of Christ. Look for a guy that's willing to pay the price. A guy that's willing to bear his cross. A guy that's willing to put in the time and the work and the energy 
to build up himself and then one day build up a relationship, build up a family, create a home, a guy that's willing to put in the work, a guy that's not messing around, but a guy that knows what he wants, has a vision for the future. These are the guys that you should go up to and make it obvious. Like, hey, I would love to hear more about that. Just use that line. I would love to hear more about that and talk to them and be friendly. Oh my goodness. After this, just I, that's what I'm excited. Oh hey, my can goodness. I grab coffee with you? <laughs> oh, hey. <laughs> and then he'll hit him. I met a new friend today. <laughs> legit, legit. No, it's good. Message these guys, send them little memes, be casual with it, have some fun, but have fun with other people at the same time too. Don't obsess over them. Aim at these guys that know what they want. And uh, make it obvious because guys are a little bit thick, okay? Guys are a little bit dumb when it comes to reading the signs, okay? So you got to make a little bit more explicit. Sometimes you'll have to literally say, you know, uh, that that's so cute. If he does something, you'd be like, that's so cute. Or give him a little touch on the arm. And then he'll think, t- and then his lizard brain will go, I think that indicates attraction. And then, and then he'll be like, hmm, maybe I should pursue this female, because guys are a little bit like computers sometimes. But you got to make it obvious to him, okay? Give him the layup <laughs> and let him dunk. And uh, But make sure, make sure that the guy is a high-quality guy. Ask yourself this. Would I want my son to be like this man? Because your son will be like this man, okay? So if he is wasting his time, if he's drinking on the weekends, if he's going to parties, if he's doing drugs... If he's doing all kinds of stuff, wasting his time, wasting his life, has no direction, doesn't know what he's doing, he's just having fun, Mm -hmm. impulsive pleasure, but has no direction for his life, don't waste your time. You should go for a man that you, when you look at him, you intuitively respect this man. You look at him and you're like, man, I love what this guy stands for. I love his discipline. I love his drive. When I look at him, I think to myself, man... I, I actually admire this guy. Go for guys that you instinctively admire. Not for stupid things like they're the captain of the football team or whatever. We all you know, kind of admire those people. That, that stuff doesn't mean anything. In those real ways, in those deepest, most valuable ways, like is this guy willing to suffer for the name of Christ? Is this guy willing to go the distance and do whatever God is calling him to do? Do you respect those kinds of people? And if you do, then find one of those guys that when you look at him, you think, man, I actually, I actually, when I look at this guy, I actually admire him. Those are the kind of guys that you want to go for. Not the guys who will give you casual attention. Those guys that have a vision for the future that when you look at them, you're like, yep, I like where this guy's headed. Oh, thanks, guys. Wow. Okay. I feel like you gave some convicting, encouraging, practical that was all the best advice wrapped up in an hour. I'm wow, we are so grateful. I feel like we need like a part two one day. There's sure. so many different sections you can go it. into. Now that people see how honest you guys are, I feel like they'll be like, wait, I have more questions. What uh Perfect. So anyways, so where can they find you if they wanna follow you guys along? Lost.boys.podcast uh, on Instagram. Or you can send your questions over to lostboysquestions at gmail.com. Uh, there you go. Ha, ha, ha.